Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast with reflections on a fascinating week for the sport, which saw Frankel make it a perfect 10 out of 10 with another stunning display. There had been so much expectation about his return and the excitement at Newbury was tangible and the Frankel factor had a significant impact on the attendance. He was gawped at and applauded at all times and his performance in the race orcas well. Jockey Tom Queedy was like all connected with the horse, delighted with his victory in the locking stakes. I know, it's, it's great, you know. He's an amazing horse and it's, ama- it's, it's great when he, he does it like that. I mean, I had a look at a celebration at the start and Aidan had him turned out 100%. He looked a million dollars at the start so to, and he is a high-class horse in his own right. So to, to, to kick in the turbo and get away from him like, like the way he did it today, it's, it's amazing. And, and, We're and all he, very lucky, you know. And it, even though Henry's saying, well, this is always first time out, you always have got something, the excitement now from seeing this, I mean, you must be now feet gone on the ground, I imagine. I suppose it's left everybody wanting more, so it was, Henry did an amazing job as well, you know, and to, to get him here, like, because we had, who was interrupted, and but, no, hats off to everybody. When you see the horse being applauded around and all the Frankel signs, were you perhaps more nervous than you would be coming into a race seeing the, the weight of expectation or were you getting used to the Frankel factor? Oh, not really. Sure. The easiest part is actually riding the horse. Dodging all you lot. The hard bit. Right. I'm talking, but he can only... <laughs> but you, I mean, obviously this horse is just... Do you feel he's better, even better than last year's grown up? And he's. I keep saying it, you know, natural progression from three to four is going to happen with, with any horse. So, for um, you know, he's no different, is he? So, you know, he's mile and two. We'll stick to. We leave that to Teddy Prince, Khaled, Henry, and, <laughs> and you know, Shane's done an amazing job with him as well. Shane Phillips done half at home, so hats off to him. He's got to he's got to put up with him every day. So round one done. Well done. Thanks very much. So round one completed, and now his status is confirmed as the highest-rated horse in the last 25 years. And after the race, all the team were aware he is now to a degree public property. Seeing the Saudi owner Prince Khalid Abdullah signing race cards and Frankel posters is proof of this, and proves they have embraced it as well. Sadly, though, his return was lost to the general public with so much headline-grabbing sport over the weekend, it got lost. Hopefully... His next couple of runs will take him to a wider audience. And in a couple of weeks' time, racing will, I trust, be the biggest story in town with the Derby meeting kicking off the Diamond Jubilee celebrations. And will Bonfire light up proceedings as he did at York last week by landing the Investec Derby? The BHA senior handicapper Phil Smith was taken by the Colts' efforts on the Knavesmire. I was pretty impressed, really. I mean, some of the trials we've had so far... Uh, this year have been confusing in that you know a, a quite good horse has beaten a lot of moderate ones but I think um, the the key horse in the race is fencing who is very very consistent at around a, at the, of 110 area um, so going through him you know brings the second and the first up at around the sort of 116 117 uh, area which at this stage you know shows that they've got a really good chance I mean fencing was beaten four and three quarter lengths today he was six lengths behind Camelot so he's a good yardstick to on which to base the race so it puts it puts the winner today sort of I don't know length and a quarter length and a half or so behind Camelot who 
has, has got all of his form obviously it's a mile and we'll see what happens when he goes further is it great for the race because it now means that Bonfire is going to be a serious rival to Camelot at Epsom and therefore whoever wins at Epsom it ain't going to be a procession and therefore that's be- that's great for racing uh, uh, very much so I mean I'm not sure yet I don't you may know better than me whether this horse that was second today goes as I'd be surprised if he does go um, you'd sort of wonder whether he could reverse the form because Bonfire to me appeared to be going away again at the end uh, so I think I'd be a bit surprised if that would, would, would take place but yeah it's uh, very, very encouraging uh, he's, he's got a, a definitely a credible chance he's won what's considered to be the premier trial uh, very nicely um, and, the t- and there's a big distance back between the third and the fourth and the fifth so you know as handicappers we always like to see you know, good horses put serious distance between themselves and the beaten ones But is he? A seriously good horse. I think there are question marks, but with others not enhancing their reputations in Derby trials last week, my shortlist is narrowing. I keep being drawn to Parish Hall, who I still think is real value behind Camelot and Bonfire. It should be a fascinating contest, and one, of course, you can follow all the build-up on Racing UK. And do visit RacingUK.com to keep in touch with all the racing news as it breaks. Enjoy your racing week.